Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. It is the Mates and Pajak podcast. I am Mates, that man right there, that wonderful, happy, smiling man. Um, that you see on your screen before you. It was not in any way, shape or form a frazzled mess of a human being. I'm all right today. Nonsense. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, how are, how are you doing? Yeah. You poured a lot of time, um, and we've mentioned it for a few weeks on the run. Uh, we've put a lot of time into the footy manager stuff. You more than more than anyone by an absolute mile. Um, and it would be nice to be at a point where it's all set, it's all templated, and all you've got to do is just do little funny, funny bits. But it's not the case, is it, Chris? No, it's not the case, Paul. No, it's not the case at all, mate. Um, anybody who watched the live stream the other night will have heard me serenade them in an introduction, and obviously swear at them a lot in the outro um which i don't think you were there for paul um, no. I, think, I think you'd gone at that point um i like, walked back in and, and and you and tom were talking and it was like everyone could hear us and i was like oh okay cool well that's obviously obviously everyone could hear you and you've done something to change that so i carried on talking to you and then realized that no the the countdown clock was on and the mics were hot um and yeah every bit of well actually but every bit of conversation wasn't being broadcast it was literally just your microphone so that was you having one side of the conversations broadcast to several hundred people yeah which is which is mad because the problem that we've had so on monday night i think i did a, a skype with uh, lizzie doyle and after that i was like right i'm gonna sort this out i'm gonna do a test i've got, got the other little phone and stuff i've set up a, a, a black little skype account that i can do my own tests on and stuff and then i was like right okay i've got this I reckon I've got this boxed, no problem, you know, it's sorted, it's all good, we need to do a thing, recorded it all, and I wasn't doing it live actually and all that, sorted. I did yesterday off and then I, I organised to do a test with Tom this morning, and he was like, and it was it was just Tom's audio that was being broadcast, not mine. <laughs> so the complete opposite problem of what we had on Monday, <laughs> right? and then so sure. and then and then the fucking program kept crashing right so i'm like oh my god what's going on here so i spent a little bit of time on support and then uh, like they were like i'll oh, do this do this so i did all that and i got it working again and it was working no problem and i'd i'd, I'd figured by absolutely oh it's the right terminology i trial and error the shit out of it <laughs> 
Um, okay, <laughs> for an hour, I got to the point where everything was fine. I had no idea what I did because I, I literally did 150 things and I got to the point where one was working and I didn't have an notepad and I didn't write any of it down. So I texted Tom, I was like, after me meeting, can we, are you, are you good again? He went, yes, yeah, so we did it all. And it was like, right, my, Tom's audio's still coming through. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? Anyway, did a little bit more trialing and error and the shit out of it. Managed to get it to the point where it all worked on stream. Only problem. Oh no, I'm getting all confused. So I loaded it all up. Skype was the problem, Paul. Skype okay. was the fucking problem. Skype's crashing the program. So I'm like, right, okay, I just need to find another way of getting video and audio from someone who's not in the same room as me. In. Sound. Okay. Sound. I know James did it via Discord. We'll just do it via Discord. It's not that easy to do it via Discord, Paul. It's not as it's not as simple as bringing the Discord. You have to bring you have to create a voice widget, right? Which I created. <sighs> And then I had to screen grab the, the, the you, or, or Tom in this case. So I've got that in, no problem. Only issue, can't hear Tom on the stream. Right, okay. But worked it all out. Like, okay, we can do this, we can move this around, we can sort this out. Brilliant, we can hear Tom on the stream. Only issue, I can't hear him in my headphones. So <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like, right. So this is after like four hours of back and forth and throughout throughout today so i've got to the point now where the stream's perfect but me i couldn't hear a word that you would say to me so anyway i've 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 got a call organized with the with the og of discord voice and video chat uh, james orcott uh, and he's gonna fix it all for us hopefully tomorrow morning. when when you turned on because obviously we've not been in communication all day up to this point and you just had the 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 the, the, the sound and the expression is cheesed off just like, because there's nothing worse. I, I'm, I'm like this uh, too. This is one of the things where we're both similar in. I think you mentioned it the other week is that I don't like leaving projects unfinished. If I start something, I will wait. I, I'd rather, and I, my lifestyle hasn't, doesn't fit this as much anymore with kids, but like I'm the kind of person I would rather sit up till five o'clock in the morning and yeah. get it done than go to bed, get a good night's sleep and start it and get it finished in the morning. I just, it's just how I am when I've got me, when I've got my teeth into something, I'd rather get it done. And I, like, I hate going and filming stuff. Like I, I, I don't like our setup for this at the moment, but I've got, I've, it's got to be, I want, I want all the footage in, I want it checked, I want it looking through, I'd rather do start to finish because when you get called away, and this is one thing that happens more and more in life and the older that you get, is that you don't, you don't, you get allotted amounts of time to work on things. That doesn't fit my brain. That makes me really, it makes me really like low key but on edge find, about all do, things. Do you find that like, you, you, I'm, I get ridiculously absent minded with the present if I haven't finished something. So if like something, I've got something like this hanging over me tonight, let's say me and Kat decide to sit down and watch some telly, I won't remember any of the television because I'll just be thinking about what do I need to do here. And I it's an itch that I absolutely have to scratch. Yeah, and I can't be in the moment anymore until I've done it. Are you the same in that regard? I've gotten, I've gotten better at, in some regards. I'm not perfect at it by any means. I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay at switching off in certain circumstances, but it needs to be. I, I know what I need to switch off. And the problem is again when you're growing up and you're in a relationship and stuff. Often you can't get the perfect circumstances. Like if I know there's a problem and I need to solve it, but for some reason I can't solve it. I need to then do something that requires my focus. Like I need to go and watch, I can't watch a film I've seen before. I can't play a game I've played before. I need to be 
actively my mind actively engaged in something that's the only way i can unwind and we've had this stuff for you know we've had a year or so ongoing of, of big businessy things that we've been dealing with and i've really struggled with it because i'm i'm the, I, I i don't see any reason why things should sit for a week when they can be done there and then but of course it's not true life doesn't work that way so yeah i've had to get i've had to get better at working out how to how to switch tracks in my brain because yeah that's my one of my biggest biggest weakness because you're right i'll sit there and i'll and i'll be on my phone and i'll be i'll be I'll be drip feeding in towards the problem or I'll just be a miserable bastard and be absolutely terrible company. And it's not it's not Charlie's fault, but I will, I will make out like it's her fault, not indirectly because I've just got a face on it and, and a cob on. So no, I, I'm okay at it, but I wouldn't say it's something that I've, I've, got, I've got cracked in any way. Yeah, I see. It's mad, like, for me, it's like, you know, that bit, like that stuff that you alluded to, the bigger stuff that we've been dealing with, I'm all right with that. I can switch off to that because I know yeah. that, you know, I know that there are certain things that have to be hit at certain times and I respect that. But when I've got something like this, which, you know, we're going live in 24 hours and we have no way of going live in 24 hours, that will that will keep me up tonight. Like there's, yeah. there's just no chance I don't try and fix that myself tonight before yeah. uh, before I speak to James. Like I mean, because yeah. I won't be, I, I can't just switch off until nine o'clock tomorrow morning. Yeah, because I'll be like, well, that only gives me eight hours to fix the problem. Like you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's just it does doesn't seem the right thing to do. Can I ask, when did you do your homework of a weekend? I didn't do my homework. When you did do your homework, when did you do your homework? I didn't do my homework. Because <laughs> it strikes me as your type of personality is the kind of person who would get their homework done at the start of the weekend. Mm. If only you'd had this mentality in no, school. Yeah, no, it wasn't. I like, I'd be the one doing it in the canteen at breakfast, mate, mate. Like that. <laughs> the, the weekend's mine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, my, my, um, yeah, the, my, lesson, my... the lesson before is probably where I did most of my homework, which meant that I was absent for the lesson. But yeah. I was doing homework for the next lesson. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I always wondered wonder if there's anyone watching. Are you the, 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 that very special personality type who the person who would come home on a Friday afternoon from school and do all the homework? I'm not. Like, I, I, I am a. I like the. I like pressure. Like, I, I've realised that changing the schedule on this podcast has been a has been a godsend because prior to the, the lockdown we we had things in the bag so we always had one in hand and having one in hand meant there was no rush on it but i would still do it as though it was like last minute i'd still do it the day it had to the day it had to go out whereas i'm actually i, I like I, I like having that little bit of a kick to get things done and also the problem is i also force myself into the situation because i am and this is where we differ i am a multiple tab person like i i i have I, I like to have four projects on the go at once, which means I'm never happy <laughs> and I'm never settled. And I do have to, that's why I probably have had to learn how to switch off because, yeah, I, I, I never, I, I, there's always too many things, which is why I was up at six o'clock this morning running through every stressful possible thing in my entire life and trying to solve every single one of them at the same time, which I can assure all of you, and I'm sure most of you know, because I think a lot of us are having this at the moment, is not possible. Because you can't fix your problems when you're half asleep in bed at six o'clock in the morning. It is not, it is not doable, but yes, there we go. Unless, hey, unless your problem is, I'm sleeping too much, you kind of fucked it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm having far too much sleep. 
<laughs> Ding, tick. There we go. Solve that one, Briz. Ah, oh, and then about to leave. No! no! <laughs> you bastard. Hello, everyone. Just a quick word from me, Mach. We have got our own Patreon, patreon.com forward slash MacheX page. I hope you enjoy everything that we do on the podcast and on the YouTube channel and all the social media accounts as well. Then you can help to support it and be part of our growing community. You get access to exclusive Discord groups, you get extra content and discounts from a variety of things and our partners that we've made along the way, including the fantastic Threads for Reds. You can get involved by heading to patreon.com forward slash mate x page and we'll see you there yeah it's um chris it's been an eventful week um no it hasn't not for not in life not in our individual lives um but in in terms of the world and the uh, the world in which we inhabit um i want to talk because obviously you went big on the on the government last week as we you know we recorded last wednesday and all the the the, the leaks were happening to all the right-wing press about what the, the end of uk lockdown was going to look like um boris johnson came up with his pre-recorded speech on sunday at seven um which i want to talk about in a second but obviously for people outside the uk maybe not up, not up to date on this he came up with one of the most basic top line concepts you know and, and 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 plans as it were and then now we're currently in a world where some of this might date really quickly but more and more is more details and blanks are being filled in day by day but what by and large what would benitez have said about this um that we need to be more compact i don't know what maybe that is flying an airplane or is that a rogersism oh it's rogers trying to build the airplane while, it, while it's already in the air kind yeah. of feels like that's what we're doing to be honest with you can we can we focus first and foremost though, on that video from boris johnson and I, I said this on twitter there's no chance the reason why he's pre-recorded that and there's loads but one of them and it stuck out to me like a sore thumb as someone who's worked in video for so long he could not possibly have delivered that speech live he could not have done that without the benefit of no stop cut what are you talking about read the auto cue boris um because you can see the way he got it, it when he's listing all the different people the different types of workers and the people working he's saying how brave they are and he's getting his fist clenching and he's pounding on the desk and all that they've tried to give him this and i've said this, this last week this like chichillian style vibe that all the tories get so wet for and um do, 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 you can't do that because he he isn't that he doesn't have the ability to do that off the cuff. He just sounds like a stumbling moron, which is what he is. Um, and that was that. It got me about like it was seeing so much propaganda in full flow. And that was just like there's. I saw people. It was Ben Stokes, the cricketer, saying like I really enjoyed the way he delivered it. And I just it felt thought like he was in my living room. Oh, Ben Stokes is a unfollow. I don't think I was weapon. following him anyway because you know yeah. cricketer. Yeah, he's just a. And I just thought you moron. And I get it. And like you know. I, I get it. I get why you know what it's been done for a reason. Some people will fall for it. I'm a bit a bit harsh calling people morons, um, but it was so, it was just so obviously done. It was such a big thing to to do it pre-recorded. Was just I just thought it was I thought it was a massive cop out. I mean, it, it it means that you can't ask him questions, doesn't it? Is yes. where it really comes yes. down on. And, and look, it failed miserably that speech. Regardless, I just like the idea that you know there's somebody off camera in his ear telling him what to do with his hands. So they're like, yeah. milk the cow, and he goes, Rrr. and then <laughs> and, and then it's like, like wank yourself, and he's like, Rrr. 
Bang and the I, drums. Boom, da, 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 yeah, you know what I mean? And I'd just like to be that person, to be honest. I'd be like, punch yeah. yourself in the face. No, harder. <laughs> harder. No, actually do it, please, Boris. Brush uh, your hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. But no, no you, felt... Look, that, that, that whole thing was a fucking joke, wasn't it? Because uh, as everybody knows, as it's, it's all over, you know, social media and stuff now. It's that he has now turned all of the everything that has been pointed at him back on the British public. And yeah. it's our fault because now it's good British common sense, mate. Yeah. Mate. Yeah. Mate. Yeah. Mate. Come on. Well, this is it. This is it, isn't it? They've, they've, what they've done, they've not changed anything. We'll talk about stay alert in a minute, by the way, because Chris... <gasps> no, he wasn't alert. There we go. Sounds, was, yeah, you're on it. Like, I'm looking out for invisible things, mate. So Corona! I'm like, well, hang on a minute. I can see you coming. There's no need to be alert here. I need to watch <laughs> out for that. Yeah, it's it's that thing, isn't it? You're right, turn it onto the British public because all they've done with this announcement is they've been, all of this stuff was happening anyway. So people were already going the parks and they were already sunbathing and they were already breaking social distancing measures in, in, in that. And people were already going out and meeting family members in public spaces. People were already travelling to go to different parks just to mix things up and go on different, more interesting walks. So what they've done is, you're right, they've just gone... Okay, well, you're allowed to do that now. So all of a sudden, it's not a failure in policing. It's now been it's been handed over to the British public. Here's a length of rope. When we when we're forced to make more draconian measures, it's your fault. And um, I mean, in some regards, Chris, I I, I get it. I, I said this last week, and probably the last the week before. We've been, I think people have had enough, and they did need to change the message. So I get it. I, I, from a from a from a, uh, a marketing perspective. Change the colouring, change the messaging, just slightly tweak what you're telling people to do. And it like everyone's talking about everyone's joking about staying alert. So it's working in some regards. People have it's it's ref- refreshing the message means people aren't quite as bored and therefore aren't as likely to just not do it out of like you know what I mean? Out of boredom and contempt. But it's clearly not ready. We're not no. they're not ready they're not ready to make major no. changes because they haven't made any major changes. No, there was six hundred and twenty one deaths yesterday and it was two hundred each day the day before. You know, the two days before. So it went up four hundred deaths there. Um now that says to me that you haven't got it under control uh, with the measures that are in place currently. I think the worst thing that they could have done was leak that stuff to the right wing press because yeah. the lockdown was effectively over before the lockdown was over. Mm. Um so, so you lost a few days there. We're not going to find out what happens t- for another probably two to three weeks. Um, but judging by the pictures that I've seen of people getting on and off the buses and the trains in London the last couple of days, London's going to become a hot spot once again. Um, I think they seriously need to think about uh, a more regional plan rather than a national plan at this point. Um, yeah. Because I think, you know, putting us under the same rules as London, it, it, it's not that big a thing. I've heard there's 47 cases of COVID-19 in the Royal Hospital. I can't tell yeah. you where I've heard that from, but it's a figure, and that was yesterday. Um, so that's where we're at at the moment. I know that there's not many in Whiston Hospital. I know that there's none in Broad Green Hospital right now. Um, but then I have also heard that the original plan for the NHS in Liverpool was that... Um, well, you went a bit silly there, mate. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? I was trying to think of what the, what it was called because they all have different, like, Nosley and all that. And I, 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 so I just went Liverpool for the NHS, <laughs> didn't I? So, um, yeah. yeah, so in Liverpool, the idea was... Did I do it again? No, 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 that's fine. Okay, in Liverpool, 
Liverpool. The, yeah, the idea was that every COVID nineteen case was all going to go to the Royal, I okay. think, and all the other hospitals were going to be okay. But it came too quickly because of Atletico Madrid. <laughs> because of Atletico Madrid, um, yeah. and they weren't able to move the ventilators and stuff to the Royal. So it ended up getting spread around and actually probably more cases have developed in Liverpool because of that. Because they were going to essentially quarantine COVID-19 to one hospital, not have them mix with other different things. And um, because they couldn't get, didn't have time to get the ventilators or the equipment and the nurses over to the one hospital, they had to spread it out. So now that Broad Green's gone down to zero, we're hope, they're hopeful that they actually might be able to get that sort of quarantine as it were into one hospital anyway so the idea is like liverpool might not need the same tough lockdown measures as london in two yeah. weeks time when london's fucked again liverpool might not because we're all sensible well you're seeing this you're seeing this in other countries where they're starting to ease the lockdown and they're right they're doing it regionally aren't they they just whenever there's a, a regions are being color coded effectively by how, how what stage and condition the virus is at and so that when it when it when it ramps up they're ready to, to isolate it in a particular particular area. It doesn't feel like that, but you know we might be getting ahead of ourselves. The the thing that, that struck me about about the, the messaging on Monday, because you start to realise, and we had this we had the chat about the Monday or Sunday. Back. Sorry, mate. Sunday his his speech on what came out when they changed their minds on a lot of it. Monday. Yeah, well, yeah. So, so, Sunday Sunday Monday uh, um, is the because I, we were talking about the football thing last year and I want to talk about football coming back because obviously we know footy's got the green light to come back in, 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 the, in the Premier League potentially anyway and we will do that a, bit, a little bit later on but we, we talked about getting to that I think, and I, I kind of agreed with your point last week about how look if footballers want to earn the wage then they're going to have to go they're going to have to go back to work but I actually got it first hand the ridiculousness of the whole situation and I can understand it kind of made me double back on the point I was making last week I can understand why footballers and I can understand why people are so reticent to dive into things and why people are so scared by stuff because it's how vague the messaging is. It's insane that they're allowed to get away with, with, with stuff like... Because we saw it in our house, so they go, right, so t kids are going to be back in school from the 1st of June. That's nursery... Well, it didn't say nursery at the time. It said, they said Reception nursery after the fact. One, Reception year one and year six. So my, my Charlie, my wife, is a year is a reception teacher at the moment. So basically, she was told in Boris Johnson's message, she's back in work on the 1st of June. But there's no more information than that at the time. So that's like 24 hours until they then um, start to leak a, or release a bit more and there's a bit more discussion around it before a little bit more information starts to come out. And that's actually, you know, schools don't know any more information. Nobody knows it. But you're being told you're back in work and that's what you're being told. So that's cast iron. You've got you're going back to work because the government's decreed it. But right now the situation is: well, what does that mean? What are the details of that? You're supposed to go back to work. I mean, they did this with the the people who can't work from home. Absolutely got shafted on Sunday night because effectively they got told you're in work in twelve hours, lads. Get your uh, get get your high vis jackets ready because you're back on the site on Monday on, on Monday morning. And what they've created this mad world with it they are they, we've we've been ramping up we've been talking about all the bad things about the virus we've been playing up the fear which is important because it's everyone needs to be alert and they need to understand the severity of it but they haven't updated that message but then they're telling people to go back to work and they're expecting people to be go, be go okay fine it is like i've seen the impact that has first and telling people without we, our, our teachers going to be given ppe 
what are the cla- what were the class sizes going to be like? Who are, are there going to be more than one one adult in the classroom? How are they going to fit them into the classrooms? How are they going to how are they going to ensure that the, sp- the spread doesn't go? What happens if someone gets uh, gets ill in the class that you're teaching? What happens if the teacher gets ill? Who replaces them? There's loads of these questions, and they've just opened they've just gone and opened a massive can of worms and expect everyone to 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 go on this whole all oh, great British values will just make it work. It is maddening it's maddening the stupidity i don't i don't understand why if you were in that position of the government and i don't i do not want to be in that position and i don't think i could solve the issues you know what i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> but i do i do think there are people in this country who can uh, i just don't know any of them uh, any of them by name unfortunately so so like the first thing i would do if i was in that situation is i wouldn't mention that like that why, why mention that why not just talk about the next seven days? Why not give them an even vaguer plan of we will start to think about the schools coming back once yeah. we see that these measures are are in place? Like I get, and it was nice from a from a point of I wasn't really involved in any of it apart from Robin might go back to school. It was nice to say okay, well this, but I was also looking at it right, Paul. And the one big thing for me was that fucking graph, like yeah. the, the big graph that he had on the screen, and I'm looking at that going. As a as a guy who, who does makes a lot of graphs, right? And you might not have seen this, and probably people who don't will, will be like, oh, "What's it? it's strange that you pick this up?" That was done over a time scale. Yeah, because it was it was a number of cases, but they never said time on the bottom. It was taken off. It was just a long line across the bottom, and we went like that, and we peaked, and then there was this massive line here. At some point, there was a time scale attached to that graph because that would have had to have been. And yeah. I, I looked at it and went, right, that's two months. We don't get to the schools bit by eye until like six months, to be honest with you. And yeah. that graph probably goes on for 18 months to two years. And yeah. he's talking about June the 1st. And I'm like, well, it could be that it was just graphically designed. Yeah. But that would be really stupid. To make a graph. To make it a graph when it's actually... It's a drawing, what it is. Yeah. They've drawn a picture, not made a graph. Yeah. So what? So why would you do that? So yeah. I'm like, all right. So you've taken the timeline off it. I might. I think I'm right on this. So it's either a drawing or they've taken the timeline off it. Yeah. And if they've taken the timeline off it, don't expect the schools back on the first of June because yeah. that's miles away by judging from what we've seen at the start that was all in red until the dip. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, it, it's mad. It, there's just so many just mad things about it, and I think so much of it was was is geared around the people who were in government. Because there's loads of people, I'm sure, who went kids back in school, yes. And on the top line, sense, yeah, you know, you you're gonna get that kind of reaction. And it's and it for me, it ties into the whole nannies are available to start work again. Shock, shock that nannies are able to go into people's homes now and and and, and look after kids. Honestly, that the Tories have made nannies, made nannies a priority. Like, so I can't bring no, but no, but think about it, Chris. Like, my wife is a professionally trained, uh, early years professional. She went for went to university, went to college, university to, to train to be a teacher. She's not allowed to go into your house and look after your kids because you're not paying her to do that job. But if you were to pay someone to do that job, they're allowed to do. They're allowed to do that job, and like aunties and uncles can't come into it. And you know why? Because, there's, because for a start, obviously there will be a degree to which the shit scared of people just completely flouting the rules. But also that doesn't that doesn't help the economy because it's free. 
Mm. It's free for family members to come and help out people in in that kind in that kind of regard. So Paul, it's, can you ask? Can you answer me this? Is Charlie allowed to go to her mum's house? No. So why can she go into a classroom with ten people? I know that's that's the point. That's that's why it's. And this is the thing. What's going to happen? She's terrified because, and rightly so, by the way, because the and the NA, NHS workers, right? NHS workers, these are people who work in the medical profession, whose job it is to be face to face with the sick, and they are not being given the correct protective materials to stop them from getting sick in turn. And teachers are now being told that they have to go back into work with, with, with classes, I think, of 15 kids. So there's 15 people coming in each day who go off and live their myriad lives. You could be picking things up all, all along the way. Are teachers going to be given proper protective gear? Are classrooms going to be properly spaced out? Is it all going to be a, a proper working environment to be as safe as possible? Possibly because they've got three weeks to work it out. <laughs> Come off it, lad. Exactly. Exactly. But what are the odds? What are the odds that anyone will give a shit okay. about the health and safety of teachers in three weeks' time when okay. they don't even care about the NHS workers? There's, there's absolutely no one's taking that bet at, at all. Let's yeah. just think about the pure... Let's just make up some numbers like they do, right? Um, so how many cases are there, COVID-19 cases in the UK so far? A few hundred thousand? Go ahead. A few hundred thousand. How many people are in year one, year reception in year six plus their teachers well i guess it's fucking about the same or more right okay um they could not provide over the course of seven weeks enough ppe for those covid19 cases Are you telling me they can provide enough ppe that every classroom in the country plus teachers in three weeks time when they still don't have the ppe now and are you telling me that businesses aren't now buying up stock of PPE? So yeah. all the ones that they said can go back to work, Mackies will be buying this stuff up anyway. Um, mm -hmm. You've got big TV productions who are now going back to work, who are going to be buying up PPE for all of their members of staff. Now, every business in the bloody country who's going back is now in a race to buy PPE. Because yeah. that's what's going to stop them from starting making money again. Yeah. And you telling me that the government are going to be able to procure that PPE in that capitalist culture and provide it to free for teachers? Chris. <laughs> yeah. Chris, in an no industry... Chance. In an industry where teachers are buying fucking pencils for their students and buying glue sticks because the budget won't cover it when you get toward the end of a school term and all you all of the, the bits and pieces that you need are, are gone, teachers are paying their own money to make sure the kids have got writing implements in classes up and down the country and more and, and it's prevalent in the in the northwest. I can't it's that this is it. And it's it it is insane. Now I in so and on flips of this we're kind of looking some regard like my my kids school is amazing they are a, it's a brilliant school and there is like the teacher we got it we got an update from their school it went out at like three in the morning on like i think it was either sunday night slash monday morning or, or or after that i think that was right so their head teacher had sat up till three o'clock in the morning digesting what she could and working out a rough a very rough, very loose plan, and they've said as well, and, she, and they've also tried everything to calm everyone's nerves. Said, look, no, this is compulsory. We know that parents won't be fine for not sending the kids in and all this kind of stuff. But like, there's people who are working really hard to make th make this happen. But there are loads of examples where schools are just not going to be able to not going to be able to cope with this, and they're going to be they're going to get railroaded because we're seeing it already, Chris. There's going to be the guilt that comes 
and the guilt will fall on teachers because it always does. Nobody ever thinks of teachers as, as the heroes. They always think of them because everyone's got these negative connotations about a bad school teacher they had and all this kind of stuff. They never get the respect they deserve. They never get the funding that they need. I, I it, and, and they're going to end up railroaded back in because teachers naturally, I said this last week, I think, it's a vocation. It's a passion for you to be a teacher. You are born for a lot of people. Not true of everyone, by the way, mainly PGC people. Um, but it's a passion, so you'll go and do it because you feel a sense of duty. And teachers, same as nurses, same as doctors and all that. And the teachers and schools will reopen out of a sense of duty to the welfare of the students, to the, to the, to the, to the bow to the state. And teachers and, and children will be put into harm's way. Because I have no confidence that the that the government will do anything to, to to make this right, and again, it will be put down to individual schools. Chris, they do. This is what they're saying. You, this is what this is your target. You've got to get up these amount of kids in. Go and fi- go and figure it out. Brilliant. And and you know maybe they'll come up trumps. Maybe they will. But um, right here and now, I, I it's insane. Can I if you, if you'll just indulge me for another moment? Uh, uh, one of um my sons, the mum of one of his uh, his mates in school posted this on Facebook, and you might have seen it. And it's a conversation from uh, from a, a parent talking to his talking to the kid, and he says, "Good news, kid, you get to go back to school." Oh, great! So the germs are gone. Mm, yeah, pretty much. I mean, technically, there's more deaths per day than there was when they closed the school, uh, but I'm sure it's fine. I can't wait to play with my friends. Well, yeah, you might see some of your friends, but you won't be able to touch them or play with them. Why? Well, because of the germs. But there aren't any germs now. Right, but there might be, so you can't go close to your friends. Oh, well, at least I'll see them. Well, you might not see all of them because you might not be in the same classroom. Oh, but I'll be in my classroom though, right? Well, you might not be because you'll have to spread out a bit. Spread out to where? To the other classrooms. But won't the other classes be in their rooms? No, the other classes won't be there. Why? Because of the germs. But why am I the only one going back? Mm, because you're small and you can spread out more? Because you don't take so much space? Honestly, no one knows, mate. Oh, well, at least I'll see my teacher. But wait, Mum, how will my teacher be in all the classrooms at once? Well, you might not have your teacher. Who will I have? Uh, I don't know. Okay. If I'm going back to school, can you get me my new school shoes? Remember you said I could get my new school shoes because my feet have grown? Right, yeah. It's not safe to open the shop, so we can't get shoes. But it's safe for me to go to school? Yeah, maybe. Unless there's a spike in the virus, then we might have to stay home again. How will they know if there's a spike in the virus, Mum? Hospital admissions and the number of deaths. But what if I've already got it by then from going to school? Well, you probably won't die because you're young. Do children not die then? Most of them don't. But grown-ups do. Yes, some. But what about my teacher? Uh, <laughs> Mum, is it okay if I don't go back to school? It doesn't sound like the right time yet. Yeah, mate, you're right. Let's stay home. Fucking hell. And it couldn't be more Genius. spot on. Yeah, Genius. honestly. Abs- no, I've not seen that. That's absolutely fucking brilliant. Yeah, act- an act of genuine genius there. So, yeah, we, we await more information with, with bated breath. Um, and uh, so I kind of... I guess I kind of want to follow into the football stuff, Chris. Because well, before we do, can we just oh, talk God. a little bit about Keir Starmer? Because, like, yes. you know, as a as a as a guy who definitely is probably now described as hard left, um, even though I never really considered myself that until recently, but people keep telling me I am. So fuck it, why not? Yeah, why um, not? I don't know a lot about Keir Starmer, and I don't like actively know you know pretend to know much about his career and stuff but I did a little bit of digging obviously I, I watched him in uh, Prime Minister Question last week and again mm-hmm. was it today and he's brilliant and do you know why he was a fucking barrister 
So yeah. if there was one area that you know he was going to be good, it's Prime Minister's questions. And I just wonder whether as an opposition, that might be what we needed. Um, it's interesting, isn't it? Because did you see what he took him to task with today with the, like, the, the statement? So oh. let me see if I can find this for you, mate. And, and it's unbelievable. He basically said um, to Boris Johnson, right, okay, um, here's what you said. And then read something verbatim. Mm. And the Prime Minister said, no, that's not what we said. And then he's tweeted and wrote a letter and said, and asked Boris Johnson to come back in to set the record straight because he got it from documentation that Boris Johnson, he read verbatim from documentation, completely trapped him. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It, <laughs> and like and and like so now like Boris is like he's basically been asked to go back in and set the record straight and stuff, um, yeah. which is madness. Like I do must admit, I saw him in um in in the House of Commons the other week, and I thought he conducted himself really well. But you can see already, can't you? See what I want to talk about that that video that came out of him saying, "Have you got what you need?" Clapping the NHS, and you just it, it begins already. And the context, did you see the context of this? Because yeah. I. He, he was letting someone. He wanted. To, he wanted to go and get his daughter from the other side of the road, and they and they and he was basically saying, "Oh, are you all finished now? Can I go and get my daughter?" Which yeah. is completely different to the way it was like. All oh, right, we've got you here just for to clap. That's what fucking the media and politics is, unfortunately. And I, I was a bit worried about Keir Starmer, if I'm honest. My first impressions were, I, I could, you know what we're like in Liverpool, like seeing that someone's a knight of the realm doesn't make me think I like, that's someone I want to be associated with naturally, which, I mean, Kenny Dalglish has probably helped that a little bit. Um, but, the you know, so I, I'm naturally more wary of that. But you're right, he carries at least, compared to Boris Johnson, he looks like a pro... He, he actually sounds and looks like a politician. Which Jeremy Corbyn didn't, you know. That's that's as much as I absolutely adore Jeremy Corbyn, and you know, and I think he got it such. I mean, someone's mentioned it in the comments last week. Like, just, I mean, Jeremy Corbyn definitely not anti-Semitic, by the way. Let's just let's just draw a line under that. A, a really nice guy, but obviously, for whatever reason, no, his own party weren't getting behind his politics. Whatever. Um, 
Yeah, I like. I, I must admit, I like the cut of Keir Starmer's jib so far because Boris Johnson just looks like a shambling mess, and he at least again looks like he's a man who's fit, fit for purpose. Yeah, he does, mate. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to Prime Minister's questions, and hopefully it'll be enough. Because I keep hearing that Boris Johnson's stuff going through, like going up. He's polling better. Like, but then, like, I was speaking to my mum, and, and at the start, my mum was like, oh, he's doing an all right job, and I was like, he's not, mum. And then, like, the last two weeks, she's gone, no, he's useless, isn't he? And I'm like, yeah, like, you know what I mean? And 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 now, so, people are starting, to, like I say, at the start, she was like, he's doing okay, and I'm like, no, it's not. And then now, all of a sudden, people are starting to turn, but that's not apparently showing up in the polls and stuff at the moment, like. I don't know well, it's because... At the moment, but. No, I know, because... because they're keeping him away and he, or, or he's keeping himself away from the public spotlight as much as he's not this was like when they were um, you mean he's throwing that ge- Hancock to the wolves every day well yeah 100%, 100% yeah 100% mate this is like this is like the general election all over again when he went missing and stopped doing interviews because all he could ever do is make himself look worse he's the kind of prime minister who gets better by not by staying away and just being a bit of a meme being a bit of a, a clownish buffoon because the more he opens his mouth and the more you get to see who he is as a person you start to see through it you start to see through the stupid haircut and the and the and the, the brr, brr, British bluster and see that he's a, just a horrible little scruff uh, who doesn't deserve to be in the role that he's in. But again, that's again he, he should have been that Sunday night. And I, I, again, I can see that I can see a logic. I'm playing devil's advocate. I can I can see the point of having a clear and concise, basic message because there's a lot there are a lot of moving parts to it. So I can understand some logic behind it. But you, your your people should be there to be grilled because that's what we put them in office for. Well, we didn't put them in office, but you know that's what they're they're in office for. They are accountable to us. They make those decisions for us, and we should be able to ask questions. Then you've got pre-recorded questions, you know, being answered by them and all that kind of stuff. It's well, very even like on the pre-recorded thing. Like I, look, I I disagree with it, but I understand the reason. Same as you. Why seven o'clock at night? Yeah, because that was just unfair on everyone that got barged in to go into work Monday morning you know yeah. what I mean that was just that was just shocking like I mean yeah. if you've pre-recorded it just get it out yeah. you know yeah. what I mean we can well yeah it's the, not the, like it's not like you've got a vision mix three cams there but it's, no, it's no. just one camera yeah. <laughs> you know it's, it's just true. end export well it's because he's decided he's having a day off and he doesn't want it you know that's it job done click click send Mission accomplished. I can go back off and, and, and get back on my jollies and what have you. Like it's um, it is. It's all very very dodgy. And I, I, like I caveat all of this with, it's unprecedented times. Um, the problem is, is that if this country existed in isolation, then it would be easier to give them. I think a little bit more. I don't know. Not necessarily credit or praise, but a little bit more leeway to be a little bit more forgiving of their approach. But we are not the only country going through this. This is the problem that America's got. Is that if America lived in isolation, if America was like North Korea, there'd be no issues because they'd have no outside people to compare to. Um, and that's why North Korea gets away with being North Korea is that you can tell them they won the World Cup and no, there's no way of knowing. So, hey, we won the World Cup, go ahead. America acts like North Korea like that. But but then the people have got the internet and the educated people in America look at us and go, this is this is an absolute an absolute joke. But that's but unfortunately we're seeing more and more that we've got enough. There's just enough stupid gullible people who are prepared to give them enough time and that because they naively got, I guess believe got, in people bloody, in power. When you've got 
Wales, Scotland and Northern Ireland all not relaxing the lockdown rules and the UK relaxing the lockdown rules. I mean, you've got a serious issue there. I oh, mean, yeah. the fact is that he's the Prime Minister and they want... All all, all the four nations wanted to, to stick to the same plan and there was one person and one country that decided to do something different. It wasn't the other way around. It wasn't mm-hmm. Wales and Northern Ireland rejecting his plan. It was... The, it, it was Right, let's all stay together. No, we're going to do this. Are you with me? No. You know That's what I mean? right. Like, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I'll never forgive the SNP for basically <laughs> meaning that Labour can now never be elected in, in the UK again because they took the Scottish vote. But like, and I, I don't know enough about Nicola Sturgeon on, on, on a top line. But in issues like this, you look at there and go, at she's least a leader. She, it's, it's she's a, a, exactly, she's a leader, and I look at her compared to compared to Boris Johnson, and it's 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 an embarrassment, really, an absolute embarrassment. It's mad in it, you know. You, you write like we could drive, you can drive half an hour out of the city of Liverpool to into Wales, well you can't technically, but you know what I mean is you know you can cross a, you could walk to Wales from here and be under a completely different set of lockdown rules, and it's just air. It's air and land in between in between the two of them. It's balmy, like you know. I get it if you want to set a different set of rules in in you know. And, and if Ireland want to have a completely different set of rules, they can't do because it's an island and they've got their own borders and all that kind of stuff. Like fine, but now it's it it, 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 it the, the, the alarm bell should be ringing. It's when you see all those all those VA, VE Day knobheads. Nothing wrong with celebrating VE Day, by the way. An absolutely pivotal moment in history for the entirety of Europe and the people who dedicated their lives and gave their lives. To you know, to to free Europe from you know Nazi tyranny and all that kind of stuff, absolutely should be remembered. But the people who went out doing congas and the people who went out allowed to see parties and broke social distancing laws, and now we're entering into a period where what's going to happen? There's going to end up they've, they've loosened lockdown. There's going to be a massive spike. There will be whether it's massive enough to change the plans. I don't know. Can't we can't know? But there will. There's bound to be. Because every time they have, you always see it in like those American states when they have the protests and they have there's a rise in cases immediately on the back of people people protest. Yeah, it depends what you're looking for. It depends if you're looking to keep us safe or you're still aiming for herd immunity, doesn't it? Because mm. if they're aiming for herd immunity, they're doing a bloody good job of it. Um, yeah, yeah. Because you know you, you relax it. Like even this like this idea that you can go to the park and you can see your mum in the park now, but you have to stay two meters away. What's the difference between four of you all keeping a meter, two meters away from each other, and two of you? Well, actually, it's the it's probably if you do come into contact, it's how many people you can you can move on after yeah. that. You know what I mean? And we saw from the, if you remember at the very beginning of all of this, one person, four people, eight people, and it just giant. You know, it just goes up. Yeah. Those one to ones, you still like, you're probably reaching a third of the amount of people. Yeah. Yeah, so oh, it's just, en- just enough to keep it running through us. You know, like sort of just make its way through oh, told the you. population. I'm 100% convinced they've just they've just changed enough so that they cuz just to make sure that people are paying attention. That's all they've done. They've not made any you know and the and, and then it opens up the conversation of what it can look like down further down the line. And fingers crossed. Look, fingers crossed. Touch wood that we're get to a position where we can things can start to open up and life can start to return to normal. Um, 
but it, that what they've done there, as I say, I saw a great one. Like it's an Al, the Alan Partridge line of like they're very badged at you fool. That's basically all they've done. They've just changed the wording, they've changed the colouring, and they've slightly altered the phrasing to let people get away with stuff they were gonna do anyway. And they're just gonna sit back and again but all the, the blame will the fall on us. The problem is, I disagree with that we're gonna do it anyway. Because you're going to get dickheads who are going to go against it regardless. But mm-hmm. now you've got, like, that, that like, they're not naughty school kids, but they're also not good school kids. So the goody two-shoes are still going to stay in and going to do that. Yeah. But those ones who are sort of in the middle, like, they're probably just going to go with the fucking naughty kids now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so it's like you've probably gone from having a small percentage of the population to... A quarter of the people in the in the country are just going to flaunt the rules now because they are the confusion. Like, but I, I think that the, I think yeah. I mean, look, there's obviously no way of knowing, but the way it was going anyway, I think you're right. Maybe it exacerbated slightly, but I think there's most people will the people who were gonna who were, there's gonna be, there's people who were never gonna do it. I know loads of people who are just they're not they're not sending the kids back to school. They're gonna continue to stay at home. They continue to follow the original advice and all that kind of stuff. There's probably lots of people who are on the fence who another week of it would have just gone. I oh, forget it. I'm going out anyway because here's the here's the thing, right? It's all it's all it's all made up. The policing of it's all made up anyway, and that's what they've done. All they've done is they've taken away accountability from the police. So the police now don't have to go into parks and and shout at people for nothing and waste the time. The police don't, uh, the police accountability's gone for all this now because we're now self policing on all, on all of this stuff. And this is the thing, you know, I, I've, I've been out, been out and about. You know, we've been, been on walks, I've been to the shops, I've come come into the office and. There's no one stopping cars on the street, you know. There's no police aren't pulling people over and asking where they're going, you know what I mean? It's it's we've been self policing the whole time. They've just basically they've 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 let themselves off the hook. They've given themselves less accountability, which is just I mean it's it's so blindingly obvious. But you know we'll just have to see how it how it goes. Anyway, we've done a lot on this. Let's let's talk let's talk the football. Um, the Premier League, Chris. All things being well, which is still a long way off. Um, we know that it's not going to be null and voided now, which is, which is from a Liverpool fan perspective, tremendous news. Yes. Sporting integrity wins out, and it looks like it's going to be decided on sporting merit, doesn't it, Paul? Which is yeah. the main thing. Um, you know, you've still got, you know, I think today it's come out and talked about whether actually you might be able to use Anfield and Goodison. They're talking about 10 stadiums. Anfield and Goodison would still be, would be one of those or two of those stadiums, I should say. So we might be able to win it at home. Um so it's boss like of course it's brilliant now you just want to find out when you know what mm-hmm. i mean and, and that's the next stages isn't it you know there have been positive talks premier league clubs are going to continue to speak they're going to be continuing slowly to drip feed this information but the fact of the matter is it looks like touchwood right now liverpool will be confirmed champions at some point whether by playing two more well, i say two more games by playing more games to the point where we win two more games or, or whatever, mm-hmm. or by them going right points per game, because there's no there's no model that they can come up with that makes Liverpool not champions. Yeah. If we're not, not having other games played, which it's is great. That, yeah. And and more importantly, Paul. Now you're gonna believe. Now you're gonna believe. Oh, I, like, I noticed all it. It all got ramped up again this week. Ross has used that picture of the Premier League trophy on all the social media accounts. Yeah, no, it's right. And I, I think again, just speaking purely as Liverpool, Liverpool fans on this. I've just done a video. Of this that's going to be out on my on on my YouTube channel. But I just breathe on a sigh of relief because it, it would be. There's obviously bigger issues at, at stake and all that kind of stuff. Like, but 
yeah null and void being taken off the table from just from a pure Liverpool perspective is brilliant it's the news we were looking for I still I still hope and I think we would all hope and not just as fans but also as people who, whose business is in the football industry that the, the games can be played because I the I, I did a video on the asterisks thing last week. The, uh, Liverpool having an asterisk next to their league title win won't ask me in any way, shape or form. It will be a sad reminder of a sad time and it will remind me that we didn't get to see a great side do the do it the way it should have been done. Um, but the... I would. I just want us. I I want us to complete the season for that because I don't want there to be a note against it. If it has to be points per game, it has to be points per game. At least we will see Liverpool crown champions. Well, I would. But I would. Six Paul. The asterisk would be because it had they had to use the points per game method to see the season out, so the games weren't played out. So it would be the first season to not be fully played to its completion. I believe that's the the thinking on it. And so, who decided there'd be an asterisk? That's with the talk, isn't it? I don't know. Is the, I mean, the, I mean, did it, is that just what fans of rival clubs have said, or you've seen on Twitter, or did anybody, anybody from the FA or the Premier League come out and say we'll put an asterisk by it if the season's not finished? Because they haven't. Yeah. Yeah. True enough. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, like, great, nice one, well done, fans. You've decided. Because what if they wanted to use a squiggly line? Or yeah. an apostrophe, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why is the asterisk so fucking good in this situation? I'd be putting a smiley face next to it. I mean, there's, there's, a, there are, there are examples, aren't there? I think in sports and history where like leagues have been cancelled and all that. So it's been done in the past. I think is, is it? But you're right. The Premier League haven't come out and said there will be an asterisk next to and it. Do you know what the asterisk just... would mean for me anyway? Liverpool were like fucking all the all I'll think is oh that's the season we were 25 points ahead of everyone and we were yeah. about to break the record of points. And yeah. largest ever win. That's why they're highlighting it. Because I'd probably do that with a big fucking yellow highlighter anyway, personally. Yeah. You know I mean, I mean that's, that's, that's the season where we gave them no reason to null and void it because we were so far ahead. That's the season where they were telling them, telling them, telling telling the Premier League to give us the title now in December. That's yeah. that season. Great. Brilliant. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Are you right? At least in like 20, 30 years' time, when you're scanning through the seasons and trying to work out where Liverpool's next period of domination began it's going to be dead easy to find if yeah, there's a little star next great. to it yeah um, how we um, how are you feeling about the whole thing obviously you know the Bundesliga is meant to barring any complications going to be starting at Saturday lunchtime they're going to be televising loads of the games we talked a bit about this you know in, over the last couple of weeks and what have you yeah. um, I, I, I can still get it from, and doing the teaching things kind of put it into a little bit of contrast for me um, I understand football as reticent, you know, about about wanting to come back. But equally, because they fall under the same arguments as a lot of the stuff I've done in defending teachers. But at least we know that you know footballers are going to be the best. They're going to have the best of everything around this stuff. It's just whether you know, and and, and we, we actually did this on the Redman podcast. If Kyle Walker comes out against this, my God, <laughs> he is getting absolutely decked. Mr. Mr. I don't believe in social distancing is getting absolutely flopped if he comes out against coming back to play football. But they need there needs to be more, doesn't it? I, I, what I was saying on, on my channel today was at the moment it's a square peg in a round hole because we we work the work in the Premier League towards fitting it back in again. And at the moment, given the way the world is and without enough information, it doesn't look like football can work given the current climate. Yeah. 
there's going to have to be work done between now and now and you know the 12th of June. The talking. Yeah, I, I think that's where it comes down to. I, f- I probably feel exactly the same as you. I, I don't know what you've said on the video, obviously, but for me, what I think we what we are doing when we're seeing Premier League plans and and plans for this and plans for that, and it's down the line and it's six weeks, eight weeks away. You instantly think, what does that look like today? You compare yeah. it to what we're in right now, and if you were to go back eight weeks, we weren't in lockdown. So if you'd have told me in eight weeks this would be what was happening, I'd be like, nah, not really, mate. Come on, don't be silly. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now for me to judge a plan for eight weeks away, you know, it's very hard for me to imagine it getting better than this at the moment because it's been mm-hmm. like this. So I think you need to compartmentalize it a little bit, and you need to trust yeah. that they get that right. I think for me, you know, I personally think it's too early. I think if there's a commitment to finish the season, sound, brilliant, happy with that. But it's too early. It's too soon. There's no need to put extra lives at risk. Yeah. I, I, ju- I just, and that's counterintuitive to being a Liverpool fan and wanting mm-hmm. us to get the league boxed as, as early as physically possible. Yeah. But I can't imagine a world where in six, six weeks' time or five weeks' time, they could be in full contact training. Well, it's, it's less than, isn't it? It's yeah. a a month away yeah, from the, the 12th of June is when they're meant to be kicking the ball but the, the, the Premier League games are scheduled for the 12th of June you're right it, so, that, and that's so for a, me I'd be like well I'm just giving them another month you know what yeah. I mean and and in a month's time the likes of your Sergio Agueros and whoever else is coming out might feel a little bit better and if they don't want to stay involved they don't have to stay involved And yeah. but then is that the competition that we started you know yeah. on the flip side is that the Premier League that we actually started but then injuries happen and all that type of stuff so People fall by the wayside, don't they? So it's it's difficult. I don't think right now it's the right time to be bringing footy back, but it's also the perfect time because everyone's bored and needs something, and that's yeah. what I think the Tories are doing it for. Yeah, yeah and I and I get it. I, again, I get. I do. I, you know, I said it last week, and it's been. It has this week has been an eye opener seeing it because we're in a we're in a in a in a bizarre kind of like middle ground situation where you're right. You know, we can. It doesn't. The lockdown rules don't have a massive impact on us. It, while there's no football, certainly. Because we were talking about like we don't need to bring the lads back in, back into it. We don't all need to be in a room. It's better for it, but it's not absolutely necessary to it. So we can afford to like see how it all plays. It's you know plays out and runs its course and what have you. But I can understand from a footballer's perspective that because they don't they're not having answers. I think it was mentioned on the Redmen podcast like Tyrone Mings is just going like you know I'm meant to be doing my warm ups in Australia at this point and all this kind of stuff. Like every bit of misinformation that's been fed out. They're talking about having to turn the face away while tackling. There's, 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 it's, it's all on the information and the planning. And at least this is where Premier League football differs from the teaching profession: is that they will get it right as right as it can be, because they care for they actually as much as there's going to be a degree of a degree of risk involved because there's a there is a pandemic that doesn't go away no matter what you do. The the clubs will spend every penny they can to make sure that every possible measure is taken. There will be highly paid people working around the clock now at every football club. There'll be PhDs working on ways to to, to train, to you know, to, to build up the fitness, to keep people safe, to keep people in isolation, to do all these things to make it work that doesn't exist on a you know in a in a in a, yeah, in a local listen, government. Is it here's something that you know you mentioned the, the turning your face away when you're being tackled. Or you're tackling right that's fucking stupid i think we can all agree can't we is mm. that is that what we pay 50 quid a week for give or take for our tickets is that the is that is that football is that premier league football because 
if there's too many of them rules, what? How will that affect a team that's fighting for the life? You, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Who's fighting to stay in the division or fighting to stay up or fighting for a European yeah. place? If you're not playing the same fucking sport, find another way of doing it. Yeah, it's an uh, absolute. It's got to be the same it? sport. It's got to be football. Yeah, that's fine. Exactly, you're right. You can play it behind closed doors, provided it's the same sport. And yeah. I think the problem with this, Chris, is that we're entering into this period now, and the Premier League have slow played it. And I think, to the credit, that was the right, the right option. But the the news cycle doesn't go away, mm. so everyone's still talking about it. So everyone's still clamoring for information, and newspapers are still desperate for the clicks. So they need little tidbits. So they're acting ridiculously stupidly at times on. They get an opinion in the farm and it offers fact. You know, they're getting like they'll be speaking to their sources of football clubs, and they'll be what it'll be because we had this with um, Gordon Taylor stuff through the week when he mentioned like shorter halves, and then it was like there's been no, there's no, you know, it's not gonna happen. They've not said they're gonna play shorter games of football. It was just that in a room they've got together and they've brainstormed and they've gone, okay, let's throw every possible idea and permutation out there let's throw everyone at the wall and then we'll pull it back from there so that everything every let's think about every possible avenue <coughs> pardon me and all that's happening is all those little bits and the most inflammatory of those bits become headlines and then everyone talks about them for a bit so what you know and some of it is a grain of truth so like neutral stadiums kind of came a little bit out of this that's been that was leaked and now we know that's been confirmed but all these other little bits of it, like footballers are going to have to wear masks while they're playing and footballers are going to have to turn their heads away while they're tackling and it's going to be shorter halves and there's going to be more substitutes and all that probably one or two of them might end up being a thing but loads of them are probably just it's again it's gordon taylor doing his alan partridge into his dictaphone going monkey tennis you know just to have the ideas out there um but this is the thing it's it's a month away <laughs> We've got. We, we now need to prepare ourselves and prepare your your Game of Thrones memes. Brace yourselves for all of the mad, mad. Here's what football will look like. Things that are probably Chris being leaked by clubs who want who want don't want football to return because they want the public to not want football. They, they want to make them want football not to come back. If that makes sense. Not really, but I know what you mean. I think. Yeah, they like if you're a fight, if you're a relegated team, you want the general public to have your what you've just said there. That's not football. So what's the point in bringing it back if it's not football? Because if, if you can get the general public to go, we won't watch it. We're not interested. Maybe that's their one last throw well, of the no, dice to have it my, not come back. My role, mine is at that point. You call it as is. You find that model, the points per game. If you're gonna throw in ten things and it's thirty minutes and it's extra subs and you've got to wear masks and you've got to turn around and you've got to wipe your cock on a a bit of grass before you take a penalty whatever whatever these rules are right um, that they come up with <laughs> that's going to be in the Daily Mail tomorrow mate be careful right? then at that point just go on the points per game model <laughs> mm. like and just finish it on Sport and Merit that way and I, that's not my preference but I want to see I'm not interested in watching a variation of football or Premier League football I want to see Premier League football and ideally I want to see it in the ground and that ain't happening and it ain't safe to yeah. do it so give me Premier League football if you can and if you can't just give us the title a quick word from today's sponsor it is Threads for Reds head to threadsforreds.com for the finest Liverpool clothing on the planet today this isn't your normal usual stuff 
top quality materials they've recently upgraded so so many things that you get in this kind of world are disposable t-shirts the disposable clothing these are pretty much the best of the best this is my favorite one at the moment a donation goes to the nhs support if you buy this t-shirt but they've got t-shirts they've got hoodies they've got sweatshirts and they've got mugs as well all brilliant go and check it out at threadsforreds.com we forgot to purge. Shall we purge? I'm, 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 in, I'm, I'm bang up for purging. Yeah, so I'm going to purge a bollard this week, I think. <laughs> for though, there's a, a limited number of people who get this joke, and it's the people who were on my Twitch stream on Friday night. Very fucking limited uh, number of people, you're right. <laughs> Amongst Chris being one of them. Um, uh, who was, uh, was there? Chris, do you, want to tell, do you want to tell the story? Well, okay, it started, it was a Friday, it was quite cold, I think, as I remember. Um, probably had some bacon on toast, generally, on a Friday, I would have had bacon on toast. Chris was drunk and walked into a bollard on hey, a 60 minute Hey, hey, <laughs> I was getting there, just 12 hours away. Yeah, so we've done the, uh, we've done the, um, the Red Men thing that we do on a Friday, can't even remember the name of it. Uh, Beer Liverpool, rewatch along, episode two with Jay Spearhead, it's great, he's a legend. Um, so we'd done that, and so I'd had, a, I'd had a, a skimful, and then I w decided to do for me um, one hour at the time of allotted government-sanctioned exercise. So I did that while watching him stream on Twitch. So it was pitch black, I'm looking at the phone and I'm walking, I'm just walking, I'm just, and I'm drunk, and I just walk straight into a ballard and go flying over it, which also happened to be right outside my mate's house, which I was a little bit gutted about. But then the, the next night on me, uh, obviously government sanctioned one hour of exercise. I then go and it's it's much lighter and it's daytime and I'm not on my phone on Twitch watching him do terribly at Twitch. At, uh, at Pers, by the way, um, you you got awful. Did you lose two two games on the anyway? Relevant to the story. So I've taken a photo. Here's the photo. Why is there a bollard in the middle of the pavement? Why is this bollard in the middle of the pavement? There's there's no reason. The rest of the pavement doesn't have any bollards in it. So why is this one bollard also a little bit shorter, right at my kneecap height, in the middle of this pavement? Why is there a they put their bin there so that the gaps are smaller as well, aren't they? So that you're mm. more likely to walk into this bollard. It's absolutely ridiculous. Who's bollard in the pavement? Why is there a bollard on the pavement? Why is it smaller? All questions that need answering. And I tell you what, Keir Starmer, if you don't ask Boris Johnson during the next Prime Minister's questions, then you ain't got my vote. Yeah, it, uh, it was. It, is it like crowd control? Is it a formerly really busy street and they're just looking to slow the flow? Um, yeah. It's just bizarre, mate. It's like it's yeah. at 15, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just in the middle of the pavement. Yeah, it's um, it's. I mean, I mean, <laughs> given anything to be able to see that, I wonder if there's any CCTV footage of it. Like, cause uh, yeah, it was just the moment you were just you were commenting along, and then it was just like just fell over the bollard. Because of course I had no idea you were just out watching it on your phone while you were walk having a, a drunken wander around the streets. Because I'd messaged you and I was like, do you want to have a game of pro even? You're like, nah, I'm I'm I'm, abs I'm bladdered. I was like, okay, well fair enough, that'll be fine. And then you cropped up in the comments. I was like, okay, fair, yeah, you must be just be sat off at home. No, you went out for. <laughs> Went out for a drunken walk at half nine at night on a Friday and walked into a bollard. Yeah, yeah. I am um, good. So you're paging it at one individual bollard or all bollards? Just the ones that are on the middle of the pavements. <laughs> okay, I think sad. there's only one of them. I've never seen another one that's quite the same. Because I understand it if you like. No, I don't. I don't understand it at all. 
I um yeah, that's fair. I want to page nursery rhymes. Oh, you can't. They're Chris. They're all a massive load of bollocks. Have you actually have you actually read a nursery rhyme? Have you read the words in them? Yeah. Like. I mean, I'm sorry, but who scolds a knave full saw? What does that even mean? No, your problem, Just... your problem is you. You don't want to page old nursery rhymes. You want new ones to be created, because let's be honest, no one's eating curds and whey nowadays, Paul. I know what is what is what are what is curds and whey? Uh, if she'd have been sat there eating Nutella on a waffle, I'd get it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense to me. Like, but so your issue is that they're all old and there's no new ones. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, maybe that. Like, I like that. I, I don't mind. The, I, there's some like I don't mind. Some of them are fine, but there's a lot. There's a, and and to be fair, I'm reading. Me, me, me daughter's mad. Into, she's got she's got these two nursery rhyme books, and um, she absolutely adores them. And but I mean, it's hard as a as, even as a grown man. They, they use the word pussy too many times in yeah. too many different nursery rhymes, which is very hard to keep a straight face. And a four-year-old doesn't get the humour. And thank God. Um, but there's just a there's just a load of absolute nonsense, absolute fucking nonsense. It's absolute gobbledygook. And it's one of those things where, like, you know, we we should be able to retroactively go back and just be like, nah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that is complete and utter gibberish. Get in the bin. What are we teaching our children? The and the problem is, of course, it's the big ones, and everyone remembers the big, the, the big ones, and the, the, which twinkle, twinkle, fine. No, but you it know, should be like twinkle, of... twinkle through the smog or something like that. You know what I mean? Like that's what you, that's really what we're looking for right now, because yeah. it's never a clear day round here. Why can I ask? Why is why are we advising kids that if they fall down a hill to fix their heads with vinegar and brown paper? That's just shocking advice. Absolutely shocking advice. There's tons of it. It's just absolute, 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 complete and utter gibberish nonsense. And we're teaching our kids stupid words and stupid sentiments. Nursery rhymes need to get in the bin. And I'm prepared almost to write off the entire nursery rhyme genre just to purge the ones that are so terribly bad. And I know that's like punishing the whole of society for the ills of its of its of its worst few. Um, but decisive action needs to be taken, Chris. Decisive action needs to be taken. I mean, I like, look, I don't agree with you, but I'll do it anyway. I'm not bothered. Yeah. I, I like if it pisses a few people off, I'm with you. Yeah. Oh, mate. I just, it's not. I was trying to find some good examples of it, but they're all, they're all just absolute. Oh, it infuriates like me. The woman to, who lives in a cupboard and that, like Hubbard, is it? Little old woman, little old woman who lives in a shoe. Basically, loads of old stories, and I've realised this. And I, I read this, I found this when we got a load of old Beano annuals, and we were reading through some of them from the seventies and eighties, and they are essentially illustrated guidebooks on child abuse. Is what all the old Beanos are, because effectively, what happens? I don't know if you remember, if you ever used to read the Beano yeah, and stuff did, as a kid. I did. What 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 are all the kids really scared of? Parents they're, and teachers. And, and what do the parents and the teachers do to them they if they're throw naughty? Throw stuff at them, don't they? Most of the time, they either get the slipper or the cane, oh, or right. they get yeah, they get beat. They basically get beaten up by their parents for break for breaking the rules. And I'm Didn't sure that this maybe to you. No. Oh. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> it is kidding. literally. Dennis the Menace. Dennis the Menace pulls a, a harmless prank that goes wrong, and his dad twats him, twats him on the ass with a slipper for for, for for doing it. Maybe, maybe Paul, the the 
Beano wasn't made for the kids. Maybe the Beano was made for the parents who fucking wrote it, who just wish they could do that. Just beat if, the children up. Yeah. yeah, you know, and like he got his aggression out that way. In cartoon, sound, it sounds very nancy doesn't it? Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, uh, but yeah, it is. It, it, it is what it is. Um, okay, yeah, there we let's go. Just page the nursery rhymes. Let's page the nursery rhymes. That's Once. fine. We'll, come, we'll revisit the. We'll revisit the Beano uh, in due course. Um, Chris, do you want to have a go once again at our alternating word story? Who started the last one? I don't know. Once upon a time, there was a giant pink dildo who lived upon uh, a <laughs> boat sailing surreptitiously <laughs> across <laughs> the ocean whilst vibrating like a huge washing machine it was inside a timid vagina <laughs> <laughs> lovingly but what but, B-U-T. Oh. Yeah, lovingly but. Aggressively. <laughs> Caressing. Her. G. Spot. <laughs> it. Finally. Decided. To. Kill. All of the insides of the unfortunate bitch. <laughs> the end. Terrible, 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 terrible. Um, if, if you want more from us, we've said it already, but we've got a Patreon. Come and join us. There's loads of great stuff going on there. We've got the uh, we've got the chat group there going on in Discord where you can have a bit more uh, things and we've got some extra content. We will do some more um, Q&As coming up for you guys and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it helps support us in troubling times. If you haven't got it, don't please don't feel you need to stretch yourself in any way, shape or form. But if you enjoy what we do and you want to help support the podcast, then do go over to use our Patreon. Um, you'll yeah, see we're showcasing... Little, little, sorry, little shout out from me. Uh, ben, Robert, Kieran, Callum, I think uh, since the last episode that have signed up, thank you to you guys as well. And obviously thank you to the ones who signed up the first week mm, amazing and our um, absolute legends will be getting recognised at the end of the podcast so stay tuned to see all their names coming up thank you very much guys thank you very much for watching drop a like if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel do it tantalisingly close to 20,000 subs which is amazing uh, thank you very much guys and yeah we'll be back anything you want to discuss we didn't do coulda woulda shudders we'll do them again next week what are the things that you're missing in the world because of the pandemic is there anything you'd like to see purged let us know in the comments or you can tweet us at matechx pageac as well or gmail it's matechx pageac at gmail.com other than that we'll be back with more next week Ta-ra.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.